if you don't have hostility in your heart and be like, fuck this, I'm going to do better. If you don't feel that way, you're probably not going to do better. Uh, Brennan, Brennan A. Brennan says, hey, Derek, when I'm working hard on my goals and sacrificing sleep and constantly planning my future and figuring out my, my best next step toward my goal, uh, what are your best pointers on stress mitigation while dealing with other stressors in life? Stress of work and sleep deprivation. I like what you said about accepting reality as if you willed it yourself. That quote and mindset behind it has helped me uh, accept certain feelings and situations that I am in day to day. Uh, so thank you for that, that thought. Any other tips that you could touch on about handling stress in short term and long term? You, you, you got to find things that are synergistic. It's a great question, Brennan. It's a great question. And, you know, this one's a double-edged sword. In some areas, I, I've handled this like world-class, like best-in-the-world champion. And in some areas, I've neglected, you know? My, my financial education, if you grew up how I grew up, if you grew up how I grew up, if you've seen the despair and awfulness of it, and it was awful. It was awful. I hated it. I hated it enough that I would be willing to do anything to get out of that situation. And, um, you know, some, some bleeding heart type will disagree with this, but like, if you don't hate your fucking current circumstances, then you're not gonna change them. If you don't fucking hate it, if you don't have hostility in your heart and be like, fuck this, I'm gonna do better. If you don't feel that way, you're probably not gonna do better. Or it's gonna be so incrementally better that it, it's a joke compared to your actual potential. So if you don't hate your current circumstance, I wouldn't bet on you to change it. I wouldn't bet that you'll change it. If you, if you don't have a, a, a hostility inside, and just say, fuck this, I'm going to do better. Fuck this, I'm, I'm better than this. I'm going to hold myself to a better standard. I'm going to do whatever it takes. I, I know it's going to take years. It's not going to take days, not weeks, not months. It's going to take years. You know, you're going to be alive for a long time yet, homie. you got a lot of time. If, uh, if you're not willing to take on projects that take more than a week to accomplish, I don't know what to say about that. So uh, managing stress that way, I'd, I'd say uh, some things that I've done extraordinarily well is I, I only focus on like, you know, one and a half projects at a time, 1.2, 1.5 projects at a time. You got to have your primary project. Some of you are going to hate what I'm going to say. And uh, for those of you that pay attention, it's going to be the maybe the biggest thing said today it's going to help your life you got to have your primary project that you work on 12 to 14 hours a day 12 to 14 hours a day you have to be obsessed you have to be obsessed that 12 or 14 hours a day you're going to work on that project uh, at least 12 hours when you're so exhausted when you put in your minimal 84 hours that week on that project 12 hours times seven days when you're so exhausted, when you're so psychologically fatigued, you can't make yourself think about that fucking topic any longer, then go work on your secondary project. Then go work on your fucking secondary project. You have permission, after you put in your 80 hours or so on your primary project, now you can work on your secondary project and move that along as well and continue to make progress. You know, if you're not thinking about your, there's 168 hours in the week. Everybody gets 168 hours. Rich people get 168 hours. Poor people, 168 hours. Smart people, dumb people, they both get 168 hours. Everybody gets 168 hours. And the people that manage it the best, they're going to have the best outcomes. Never be mad at somebody else for having success that you didn't earn. Never be mad at somebody else's success when they're doing better than you and you don't want to put in the effort to do it. 
Some people are going to be smarter than you, and they're going to have an advantage that they can have a better outcome in less time. Some people are going to be dumber than you, and uh, you're going to have a better outcome. But you know what? Some of those dumb people might outwork you. Some dumb people might outwork you and end up with better outcomes. And that's a real tragedy when you let a dummy outwork you. And, and yeah, you, you, some of you might have had a dummy boss. Let's have another poll. Who had a boss who was clearly dumber than them? Put a poll in like that. How many of you had an employer slash boss at one time that was clearly dumber than you? I, I, I imagine it's almost everyone. I remember being a teenager and feeling that way. I'm like, I'm smarter than my manager is who's twice my age. I remember being a teenager and, and like, you know, and I, I didn't come in with that attitude. I came in with an attitude like I'm going to learn something and do something and it's going to be good. And I later had the attitude, I'm like, no, I'm actually quite certain that in most contexts I'm significantly smarter than my employer is here. And that's deeply frustrating to, to feel like you're in a position that you're supposed to take orders from somebody who's fucking dumber than you. And that, that's like something that happens in a concentration camp or, or corporate office. <laughs> Either way, it's not good, man. Either way, it's not good. So, uh, yeah, you know, I, I don't want to be in that situation. I'm never going to be in that situation again. I'll be dead first. But, uh, you know, I don't want you to be in those situations. So you, you get 168 hours, and, you know, 84 hours is only half of the week. You know, you sleep six hours. You sleep seven after you, after you have the luxury of a bit more money. You can sleep seven hours. In the short term, you sleep six hours. You got 18 hours to do something. You know, you're going to spend 90 minutes brushing your teeth and cooking something and eating something and whatever, you know, going about your life. But, you know, you got 16 hours that you could be doing something productive. I think you should be spending 12 on your primary project. You know, you could spend another, uh, any little bit of oomph you got left, you know, spend it on a secondary project. Some people hate that. Those people aren't going to do much. Those people are going to have, even if, even if, they, even if they hit what they think is success, it's because their goal was a small number, their goals were much smaller than their real potential, and they might have achieved their goal, but they could have achieved tremendously bigger goals. And if you don't understand the value of compounding, you know, you can't even imagine the biggest goals that you could achieve. And I'm not saying that as an insult either, it's just sincerely, like, if you don't understand how compounding works, um, I think Einstein called it like the eighth wonder of the world. I believe that's true. I believe Einstein said that you know com compound interest is the eighth wonder of the world. So you know your your education is that way. Your work ethic is that way. When other people go to work, when they get paid for forty hours a week and they work twenty or twenty-five, and you work a hundred, and they work twenty or twenty-five, you not only are you going to have fucking four or five times the output. Okay, it's not like you get four or five times the the the, the income. It's like over time, you get paid more per hour, you get paid um, four or four or five times more hours, and over time you learn things that, uh, it just puts you in a different stratosphere. You're, you're compounding your learning, you're compounding your earning, you're compounding your compounding. You got a synergy between those things. I mean, it's, you're, you're, gonna, it's, you're not gonna end up with 10 times the money, you're gonna end up with hundreds or thousands per, you know, times whatever that person's gonna get. They're going to get that much. After the government takes their share, you know, they have a hard time paying their rent. And then, and then they'll say some stupid shit like, well, if I got paid more, I'd try harder. That's not how it works. If you tried harder, you'd get paid more. If you learned more, you'd earn more. If you worked harder, you'd earn more. So, 
you know, regarding your specific question, um, I, I'm, I'm not interested in stress avoidance. You know, a stress management mechanism for me, obviously, is, you know, I, I eat too much in the past. I've lost like 10 pounds now, so I'm less fat than I was. I don't know, man, anything that I wanted, I got that shit. Uh, you know, in the meantime, um, you know, I, I, just, I just followed my own advice and took my own medicines. Like, I didn't try to accomplish five things at once. I was extremely intense. I was extremely focused on accomplishing, you know, one and a half projects at a time or, or less, one and a quarter projects at a time. I was extremely focused on that. I did it, I did it like a champion. I did it like a hero. And um, that's not relatable to most people. Um, but no, that's one thing that I, you know, I focused on my strength. I'm really rather strong. I focused on my education, academic education, independent education. I focused on building fantastic peer groups. I've done that masterfully. I focused at one time when I was young about uh, my dating life. I did that masterfully. Um, I, I wanted to go to the best schools. I did. I wanted tens of millions of dollars. I wanted $10 million. I have tens of millions of dollars now. And I'm on my way to hundreds of millions of dollars. It's not even a goal of mine necessarily to be a billionaire. If, it, if I have a good path and it's working out, then that's fantastic if it works out that way. I don't even need that much money. I have more money than I'll ever need. I already have more money than I need. I'm going to go get some more. Because it's a habit. It doesn't take any effort for me to go find some more money. And, uh, you know, if, and if I'm fussy about, you know, Derek, you, you, know, you said one of the mastermind members submitted their thing late and you're talking very harshly to them. You know, fuck that. Fuck that. They're, they shouldn't be in the group if they're behaving that way. They shouldn't, behave in the group, uh, they shouldn't be in the group if they're behaving that way. So I don't have time to spend with somebody that's, uh, you know, it's not the right person to spend a lot of time with. You think about the sort of people that you want to spend time with and uh, you think about the, the sort of outcomes that you want to have. Just position yourself for that. And don't give one fuck. Don't give one fuck when, you're, when your sister, your brother, your mommy, your best friend from childhood tries to be a detractor. Is like, if they understood your goals, they would have already accomplished that shit themselves. If they understood that, if they, if they had the same passion and desire to do what you have, they would have already done that themselves. Uh, and um, you know, I'm, I'm going to be tremendously more selfish with my time next year. I promise I am. I put it on my schedule, January 31st, January 1st, li literally on my schedule. I'm going to be s tremendously more selfish with my time, and uh, I'm going to go. You know, I'm going to use my willpower to to think about my diet and focus on that. Um, I'm going to sleep a little better. I've earned that spot. I'm going to sleep decent now. I'm going to uh, spend more time with you know only people that I really really want to spend time with the highest quality mastermind members the uh, I'll go do some public talks next year I'm quite looking forward to it uh, I'm create a digital program I actually did the first interview for it yesterday and uh, that that'll broaden the audience uh, that'll bring in a, a much I mean waves of new uh, new clients waves of new clients and uh, you know the best clients are going to crowd out the weaker clients. Who are the ones that are most committed, most dedicated, you know, contributing at the highest level, uh, the most fun, they're going to crowd out the weaker clients. And, uh, and that's great. That's great news for all of us. No, no, it's not true. It's great news for me. It's great news for the other high-quality clients that are, you know, the um, people that are in all the programs, people that are in the mentoring program, excuse me, the mastermind program. It's fantastic news for the, for the mastermind members that are engaged. It's fantastic news. It's exactly what I promised you. I'm going to do it on a large scale. You're going to love it. It's fantastic news for the, high, the, the highest contributing mastermind members. It's fantastic news for me. Um, for other people that think that they can pay an admission and then fuck off, it's not good news for them. It's just, it's just a note for me to ignore those people. It's not good news for them. 
But uh, regarding, you know, back to your, your specific question again to summarize a few thoughts and, and make it more, you know, uh, applicable to you. It's like you can't focus on multiple things. Focus on one and a half things at a time and go do them with an obsession, with an obsession that, uh, you know, if you gain 10 pounds while you're working on something else, so be it. Just go be upset. Try to maintain. Maintain things as best you can. But if you gained a few pounds, if you, uh, if you, if you skipped out on a lesser goal to accomplish a greater goal, then you're better off. Just be honest with yourself about it. And uh, don't get distracted by anybody else's opinion. You've got to value your own opinion more than anyone else's. You must value your own opinion must, more than anyone else's. I don't give a fuck what... You should never give a fuck about the opinion of anyone who hasn't done what you want to do. Why the fuck would you care what some asshole thinks who hasn't done what you want to do? They don't even understand your goals. They're not qualified to talk about your goals. I don't come here and give fucking diet advice. I eat too much. I don't come here and give you people diet advice. I'm not qualified to do that. I'm not living my life that way. I actually have a decent amount of knowledge of it in my head. I don't even talk about it because I'm not living my life that way. But I can't help you with your goddamn finances. I can't help you to have more personal freedom. I can help you to be wealthier. I can help you to contribute to your, your children's, your parents, your sibling, anybody you care about, your family's life better. I can help you be more respected by your friends and your peer group. I can help you have a much higher quality peer group of truly elite winners and champions, really high quality people. I can help you with a lot of things. I focus on the things that I can help you with. I focus on the things that I, I took my own medicine and I lived my life that way and I earned that spot to, to have you know, quite a, incredible credibility to help somebody who wants to accomplish those goals. So you, you come to me for that and I, and I deliver and I over deliver and I do it consistently. And I tell you what, if I'm not fucking dead, if I broke my motherfucking leg, I would be up here. I got into a car accident on a Tuesday. I was on the call on Wednesday. All right? If I broke my motherfucking leg, I'd be on here on Wednesday. If I had a fucking concussion, I'd, I'd, I'd you know, Travis, would it sound far-fetched if I was hospitalized? Would it sound far-fetched I say, hey, bro, we got to bring the fucking computer to the hospital so I can do the Wednesday call? Would, would that sound absurd? No, that makes sense. I'd be doing the fucking Wednesday call from a hospital bed if that's the circumstance I was in. So if, if I was conscious, I would be doing the call. I would not, I would not betray the call. I'm going to show up for at least 90 minutes on Wednesday because that's what we agreed to. So yeah, anybody else that doesn't want to show up and be on point, that's cool, man. No worries. It's your future. It's your status within the group that you're destroying. It ain't going to hurt my life. It ain't going to hurt my life. It ain't going to disappoint the other people who did show up. It ain't going to disappoint them. They're going to be happy. Here, I'll go back to that question. How many of you had an employer or a manager clearly dumber than you? 92% said yes. 92%. So you don't want to be in that spot. You don't want to be in that spot. That's really painful. That's a really painful spot to be in. Uh, so Brennan, focus on your most important goals and go do that. And, you know, if you got more than two goals at the same time, maintain the things that you're already good at. Maintain the things that you're already doing well. You know, maintain them at 80, 90% of your peak capacity. But then all your new energy, all your energy has to be focused on creating the new thing. And just go do that. And focus on it obsessively to an to extent that's unhealthy in the short term. Obsessed, you're going to accomplish that. And you will. Be careful what you obsess about. If you live your life that way, you will accomplish what you want to. And make sure it's the right thing. Make sure that you know, you know who you are and what you want. 
So you're accomplishing the right things and not some okay things, you know? I can help you with that if you're serious. Uh, Daniel H. Daniel says, hey, Derek, uh, following this week's material, commercial real estate really started to appeal to me uh, more as a viable investment, even without extensive real estate experience. I've invested in one real estate property thus far. What are your thoughts about getting into smaller commercial real estate investments without a lot of experience in residential real estate first? Uh, thanks for the value you bring, and happy birthday, man. Well, th well thank you, Daniel. Um, you know, a lot of people, by the way, a lot of you sent me a little birthday wish, and uh, birthdays aren't a big deal to me. I, I just go handle it like any other day. But I, I did, you know, that was thoughtful. So many of you send me DMs or little emails, and uh, that was thoughtful. And, you know, I, I, I appreciate that, that warmth and support. Uh, uh, just because birthdays aren't a big deal to me doesn't mean it went unnoticed. I appreciate that warmth and support of all the, all the happy birthdays and nice things said to me. So thank you for that. Uh, Daniel? Um, I'm not against what you're saying. You know, if we took that word for word, that's cool. I get it. Uh, nothing wrong with that. I mean, do your due diligence and be careful, but, you know, nothing wrong with the macro idea. You know, another way to do that is, is look at REITs. Um, you know, I've got, I own $10 million of shopping malls right now. And I'm not exaggerating the number. I, own, I currently own $10 million worth of shopping malls. And it's in some of the best commercial real estate in the world. And it was really on sale. And look at REITs if you want to start to understand commercial real estate. Uh, you know, when you buy a REIT versus buying a commercial property yourself, when you buy those REITs, um, you have all the same upside. Sometimes you have even more upside. And comes with a management team. Comes with what should be a professional management team. Um, a lot of your regulatory things and administrative things are already taken care of. So. I, th I think, uh, and I'm not against buying, you know, commercial property outright. There's a time and a place for that. But if you're still iffy about it, you know, you could spend not much money. You could spend a few dollars or a few hundred dollars or a few thousand dollars or whatever it is that you feel comfortable that you could go, you know, buy a few REITs and then start paying attention to what, what exactly is going on in this spaces. Why are they moving the way they are? So go buy, you know, three or five REITs for, you know, not huge amounts of money, but go buy something that you're excited about that for not huge amounts of money um, and learn from that. And you know, you'll, you'll find some that you like more than others. You'll find some that are more well suited to your way of thinking, your investment style, your, uh, the way that you want to allocate capital. And um, you know, they pay you a distribution. A REIT, by definition, has to give you 90% of its earnings go to stakeholders. So I, I would just tell you to go do that. But, 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 go read, read the reports, read the reports, stay up to date, understand what's happening. You'll get a great education. You can make some profits and get a great education uh, while doing that. So if you're uncertain about buying commercial properties outright and the managerial efforts that go with that, I think that's a fantastic way to do it. And uh, I've done it on a, you know, I've got a good chunk of my net worth tied up in, in real estate REITs at the moment. I feel great about it. I think they're going to do fantastic. I've already made a lot of money on them, and I think I'm going to make a lot, a lot more money. I think uh, I, I don't think it's a crazy idea that um, I'd say with my whole with my current stock portfolio, it's not a crazy idea that I'd make another 25 million just passively. I'd make another 25 million if I change nothing. If I change nothing, I think I might make another 25 million in three years or something like that. So uh, it's, it's more money than I'll ever spend in the next few years. But what would I buy? 
I could buy any car I'd want. I could buy I could buy a, a, a Bugatti and a Phantom, and uh, in a fantastic garage. You know, I could buy a home to destroy and build a garage there to park them in. And uh, you know, it's, it's there's so much money. It's uh, it's silly, you know. It's silly. So start there and just compound it over time. And whatever the fuck number you got in your head for what your net worth should be, raise the number. Just raise the number. Raise the number. My name's Jordan, and I'm currently on week five of the Derek Moneyberg Mentoring Program. I can honestly say I've already gotten 20x the value of what I paid out of the program. The most important thing Derek's got across to me is the value of my time and that I'm the CEO of my own life. Thinking about my time in this way has really helped me cut out the least effective actions and focus on the most effective actions. I'd say going forward, I can't wait for the money I'm going to make from these strategies, and I already know my life has changed for the better. If you're someone that's thinking about taking a program with Derek, all I can say is do it. It's such a petty cost for a potentially fantastic game. All you need to do is show up, do your homework, and think about these concepts, and you're going to see a big change. If you didn't like this video, please feel free to unfollow. My clients and I celebrate when the wrong person leaves our lives. But if you did like this video, if you're a person that's dedicated to success, dedicated to a better life, make sure you like and subscribe. I have a lot more to share with you. I look forward to seeing you at one of my live events in the future or as a client on one of my paid mentoring programs.